Welcome to the Dick Schroeder Podcast. Dick draws his teaching from a deep well of love for the Bible and 50 years of strategic ministry among university students. Enjoy this episode and remember, your Father in Heaven loves you. Hey friends, my name is Andrew Youngblood. I am so excited to introduce you to a brand new podcast project called the Dick Schroeder Podcast. Um, If you're from the Chi Alpha Campus ministry world like I am, you probably know a little bit about who Dick was and how impactful his life was. But if you're not, um, you may be wondering, who in the world is Dick Schroeder? Why should we listen to him? What is this podcast even about? Like, What will we hear on it? Um, So that's what we want to cover today in this episode. Um, And to answer those questions and maybe some others too, as we go along, we have an incredible woman of God, uh, Dick's wife, Joy Schroeder. Joy. Thank you so much for joining me today to talk about the podcast. It's great to talk to you, Andrew, as always. So, Joy, what made you want to to put the podcast together? Well, when Dick was traveling so much in those last several years of his ministry, I would say, now, Dick, they're asking you to come and speak on the Father Heart of God and on Holy Spirit empowerment. But you have hundreds of other topics to teach on. I want to send them all a list, a complete list, so that they will know that they can ask you to teach about other things too. Right, right. Well, we never got around to doing that, Andrew. As you know, in 2021, he was diagnosed with cancer. Mm -hmm. And we first heard the word cancer. And then eight weeks later, he died. And so that was, um, that was, you know, quite earth shaking for me, of course. Right. But during those eight weeks that he was sick, one day he said, uh, there's a young man coming over today and he's going to be digitizing some of my teaching Hmm. from cassette into a digital format. I didn't know anything about his idea. So he had a little grocery sack of his old cassette tapes that he wanted this technician to start with. So he he was really the one that started it, wow. wanting to create some kind of a vehicle where some of his other teaching could could be seen. So maybe he really was listening to me. I love that, Joy. That's so great that he had the, the foresight to do it and the fact that you've stepped into this and had the vision to turn it into this, this podcast. I love it. Um, I think it, we would be remiss you know, to just jump into the topics and things like that without actually having a discussion about who Dick was and what his story was. Can you share his story with us? When he was a student at MSU, his senior year, the last semester, he had a life-changing encounter with Jesus Christ. From there, he decided not to go in engineering. He actually went to Youth at the Mission. And during that year of YWAM, God did a deep overhaul of his life. And he learned from the teachings there and living in intentional community, as you put the mission is known to do. But that is where he, the Lord really led him on a journey of deep repentance for the past, embracing the the life of the cross, where we're dying to our our rights and our own way. God deeply dealt with him on those topics. Um, And then when he came back from Youth at the Mission, he helped with the fledgling campus ministry here at MSU, Montana State. During that next year that he was home, he felt from the Lord that he was to take over the campus ministry. Mm. 
he went and talked to the then campus pastor about that. And Wayne said, yes, I know you are supposed to, but I had to wait for God to tell you. Wow. That's how it all began our campus ministry together in the middle 70s. When he was praying, he asked the Lord what he what the Lord wanted him to do at MSU. It was like God took a yellow highlighter and circled MSU and said to Dick, if you will serve faithfully here, I will send missionaries all over the world mm. from Bozeman, Montana. So he, um, we spent our life in intentional discipleship and creating a, um, a worldview that would include missions to those that don't know the Lord. That's awesome. So, so great. Can you describe uh, the kind of man of God, the kind of husband, father, and minister Dick was? There's a couple of important words that come to mind. One is consistency. Mm. He lived consistently, whatever he read in the Bible, and certainly whatever he taught. His teachings matched his life. And I can say that as his wife, here in the home, where no one's watching, mm -hmm. he lived consistently. Uh, another word that comes to mind is integrity. I he is the kind of man that I could trust mm -hmm. in any in any context, because his one aim was to obey Jesus and to do what Jesus called him to do, uh, recognizing that you know integrity is what you do when no one's watching. Mm -hmm. But he was aware that God was always watching, a loving God. And so that was a um, consistent life of application of truth. Regarding our marriage, he pursued oneness. He believed that the goal of marriage is to be one and, he, and that we were a team, even when he would travel after we turned the campus ministry over to another leader. He always uh, made me feel like I was part of the team. When he was coming home from campus and our children were in the home, he made a mental shift on his way home to leave all the work that he'd been doing with students and to focus, be ready to focus on us. Yeah. So when he came home, he was fully present. And that takes discipline yeah. and, and deep love. I think that would be a third word that I would say that he understood what love is. And he lived a life of love, deep, self-forgetful hmm. love. Hmm. What were some of the convictions that drove Dick, that the Lord showed him, that did in his life, that, that we will we'll see over time in his preaching and teaching? And how did those develop? Jesus' mission was quite an impact. But he, um, he believed in discipleship. He taught an 18-week discipleship class for our leaders. Wow. Yeah, and they all came every week. <laughs> Part of that teaching you'll hear on the podcast that we're, it's really a timeless teaching of what it looks like to follow Jesus, what it looks like to love people sacrificially, to not be condescending, but to come alongside people, to walk with them as they're following Jesus and learning to know him. He believed that God is good and just and faithful and kind and forgiving, compassionate and holy. So he taught a course called The Character of God. 
And that course, well, all of his teaching deeply impacted me and all who heard it. And that will be also in the podcasts, this series. I think it's so important because that is where the warfare really comes against us, especially when we have suffering, when things don't turn out the way we expected them, which has, you know, that's been part of our life too. You know, I, I had the car accident where I broke my neck and, you know, I've been in a wheelchair now for 35 years. So we've been married 43. So that's, we were only, you know, we weren't too long in our marriage before right. I broke my neck and our children were really little. And then his diagnosis with cancer. So there's, um, there's been those things, but the teaching on the character of God and the love of the father has anchored us all these years. I, I believe it's imperative that those teachings are heard all over the world, I hope. So some of his other convictions were the the importance of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. After he became a a Christian, he was invited to a small group. And in that small group, people talked about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So he wanted to know about it. They told him to read the book of Acts and to highlight every time the word Holy Spirit comes up in the book. So at the end of reading the book of Acts, he had a yellow book of acts (laughs) that is how he uh he learned about the holy spirit and then received the baptism of the holy spirit which opened the curtain to the spiritual realm so that's one of his deep convictions is that it's so important that we're filled with the holy spirit that we learn to hear god's voice Mm -hmm. and to obey that to do what jesus says and to practice walking in the supernatural. We serve a supernatural God. Mm-hmm. So he was um, he was able to help others come into the fullness of the Spirit, encourage people to practice hearing God's voice and taking the risk of faith, of um, you know praying for healing or praying for um, other things that the Lord leads. So that was very important to him. And then, of course, missions, going to youth with the mission and then seeing the the world need the unreached people yeah. was deeply impacting to him and he um, we have been able to send many people to other nations throughout our ministry because of that joy since since i've known you um, and we've become friends you seem to have a deep affection for dick's preaching and teaching ministry long before his passing i saw that in you and and honestly as sad as this is to say a little bit, I think it's, it felt really unique among minister spouses. Why do you love these teachings and these sermons so much? How did God use them to minister to you? I owe my present relationship with Jesus to Dick Schroeder. Mm-hmm. And of course, I love Jesus and I'm going to pursue him <laughs> no matter what. Right. <laughs> it's not like he just dragged me along, but I'm, I'm self-motivated to know Jesus. I love him so much. But the, um, the way that Dick lived his teachings, I've heard them over and over. I, I never did tire of them. Mm. Much of that is because Dick teaches out of his own life, living life with Jesus. Yeah. Every time he would teach, he would go to his little messy office and he would pray 
and seek the Lord and, and ask the Lord, what do you want me to say to this group of people? And he wanted to hear from the Lord. He read the Bible through cover to cover every year since the first year he became a believer. So he knew the scriptures. He would read it with a posture of, Lord, show me something today, no matter how many times he'd read it. Mm -hmm. And then many of the things that he taught, he taught over and over. I mean, the Father Heart of God seminar, which you can find at fatherheartministries.net. He taught that hundreds of times. But every single time, Andrew, he would go and want a fresh understanding from the Lord of a topic he knew so well. He had it memorized. He collected stories. He would carry around his little cassette recorder. <laughs> and, and whenever he would hear a student or anyone tell a story that he thought would be a blessing to other people, he would ask them to let him record it. Oh, wow. So no matter how many times he would teach something, he had a bank of stories that he would throw in a different story. It was always a little different, always fresh. Remarkable minister, a remarkable man to do that. I, I hope that that's true of myself and others that we would be able to say about each other, each of each of our spouses, <laughs> that our relationship with Jesus is what it is because of the way our spouse pushed us to Jesus. And I, I love, thank you for sharing just the passion that you have for his teaching, preaching, and and how it ministered to you. Um, I think that's that's very precious, very precious. So, Joy, you know, there are thousands and thousands of podcasts <laughs> in the world. There's a mountain of preaching and teaching available to us via the internet, <laughs> via podcast apps. What do these sermons and teachings bring to the table that, that you think we need to hear that are, are so valuable that you we would put them in this form and, and release them this way? Dick comes across as a real human being that has, that bears scars mm. and, and has not allowed um, the wounds of life or the devil um, to make him bitter or hard. In, instead, he is, what he, when he teaches, he comes across as one that has been with Jesus and has great empathy, great compassion, and great love, wants people to know the truth. The truth is very important to him. So what, um, he often would quote 1 Thessalonians 2.8 that says, because we loved you so much, we shared not only the gospel of God, but our very lives as mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. When he teaches, he is sharing his life yeah. with the people in the room, no matter what age they are. So I think the way that he lived it, what comes out of his real um, artesian well of the Holy Spirit within him, mm -hmm. makes, it, um, makes it different because I know what these teachings are and how they've impacted people all over the globe, the kind of healing, the, the kind of freedom, the... It's like he guides us to knowing God for ourselves and being able to hear his voice, to recognize that who he is and how much we need him. The teaching is like, um, it's real food, yeah. real truth. 
I love to hear that joy. And I'm, I'm grateful that you shared that. I saw that in Dick, that the things that he spoke on were not just good topics, but they were topics that he integrated into his life, that he wouldn't preach or speak something that he didn't also live <laughs> and wrestle with himself. And I do think that that is unique in a lot of ways to what is out there. And I think that it's so, so valuable for us to, to hear and to experience. So I know you mentioned the character of God and, and uh, over a hundred, you know, teachings and topics. Um, what can we expect as far as topics and, and frequency of episodes? What are you feeling um, for that? We're planning, uh, we'll, we'll launch um, a, um, a series. We'll launch a series and then we'll launch one episode per week. Often the ones that I've mentioned, you'll hear. Right. And the um, effective spiritual fighter is another one. Mm -hmm. Knowing how to pray in a way that uh, taking into consideration that we do have an enemy mm -hmm. that doesn't want us to follow Jesus. So those are some episodes that you'll expect. And honestly, I don't know what else are in these boxes. <laughs> but we, as we discover the cassettes, tapes, the teachings that he has set aside for this purpose, we'll, um, we'll, keep, we'll keep throwing them out there for people. I know that he, you know, we worked primarily with university students, uh, but these teachings are really relevant for anyone. The issues are the same. You may hear some culturally dated references, but the teaching is timeless. Yeah. It really is something that I believe everyone needs to walk through the things that he's going, that you're going to hear on this podcast, because we need a foundation. There is much that is pulling us sideways from faith. Mm -hmm. we're, ad we're admonished to stand firm in the faith. And that implicates that there will be things that try to shove us off the rock. Yeah. But I believe that's one of the reasons I, I believe so passionately in the podcast, because I, I want this teaching to get out so that people will have what they need in order to stand firm in the face to the very end. I watched my husband live well, live consistently with what he believed and what the Bible says. I also watched this precious man of God die. And that watching him standing firm in the face to the very last breath deeply impacted me. The, the things that we lived and taught together really are true. Yeah. And they hold, held us through that, you know, those eight weeks that were very difficult, but also full of much love. So that's, um, I think it's very important that people hear what Dick has taught over these almost 50 years. Joy, thank you so much for joining us to talk about Dick and his life and teaching and what we can expect. And I can't tell you how excited I am <laughs> that you have worked so hard to, to follow through with this. And I'm grateful that Dick uh, heard from the Lord and started the process, <laughs> it sounds like, <laughs> to help. And um, these, yeah, thank you for doing this. I can't wait to see how God uses this podcast to be a blessing to so many of us who 
who need to hear these messages that you you and Dick together really um, spent a lifetime teaching and living and as an example and, and as an encouragement to us. Thank you. You're so welcome. Friends, I hope this has been an encouragement to you. I can't encourage you enough to, to listen to the podcast, subscribe to it, just become a regular listener to the podcast. I know it's going to be a blessing to you, and uh, we look forward to, to seeing how God uses it to minister to your life. Thank you for listening to the Dick Schroeder Podcast. For more teaching and discipleship resources from Dick, visit fatherheartministries.net.